Welcome back to another episode of Keep Going Radio. I am your host, Kat. Today we are going to be talking about the grit, the secret sauce, the magic that gets those who want what they want, <laughs> who set those goals. It, it's the thing that separates the people who get it and the ones that don't. It's like that, that viral TikTok of girls who get it, get it, and girls who don't, don't. No, <laughs> no but for real, it's the thing that separates the people who say, this is what I'm going to freaking do, and they get that freaking goal, and the people who say they're going to do it, and then they fall short. And this is gonna be one of those real talk episodes, one of those ones where I talk about the real deal, and you know, I know I'm always giving you the real talk, and I'm always serving truths, but sometimes a little bit of tough love can push you into the direction that you need to go in. And so today I want to talk about grit and showing up for yourself and doing the damn thing. Because if you want to make a massive life change, at first those changes are going to feel a little bit stretchy. It's going to feel a little bit uncomfortable. When you have habits and rituals and routines and patterns that are maybe decades long, maybe generational patterns, it is not easy to change. It's not magic. And I think sometimes the before and afters, the photos kind of remove the magic of the work that you do not see. So I know I say it in my posts often, the magic you are looking for is in the work you are avoiding, but it's true. If we want to see a massive change, we have to make massive changes. And I know I talk about it being fun and easy and it being this healthy, happy process. And it's true, it can be achieved. But at first, when you are making those changes, it can feel a little uncomfortable. And we have to face maybe some habits and look at ourselves objectively and really see, oh, this is the thing that's holding me back. Only we know the shit that we have to stop doing in order to move forward. And sometimes sitting with ourselves and looking at ourselves in that way can feel a little uncomfortable. But I'm challenging you to do that work. So if you say, this is my goal, this is where I want to be, start to reverse engineer. Instead of looking at the person's progress, look at their process. What work did they do to get there? What did they do day in and day out? What did they say no to? What did they say yes to? What did they sacrifice? Instead of just looking at the after photo and going, oh damn, I wish I could have that. Or looking at someone's success and going, oh damn, I wish I could have that. Instead go, oh damn, am am I willing to do the work? Am I willing to take on the process? And in the process, That is where the magic can happen. If you can fall in love with what you are doing and start to enjoy the process, you are more likely to continue it. You cannot get somewhere that you wanna be doing something that's unsustainable to you. And if you hate what you're doing, it's going to be really difficult to move forward. So what I tell people is, what is the best workout? Well, the one that you like to do (laughs) and the one that you will do the most often. I personally really enjoy lifting weights and doing Pilates and doing those core strengthening exercises and being really strong with body weight exercises, being very mobile. Those are the things that I enjoy. Some people like to do CrossFit. Some people like to do yoga. Some people like to run. 
it's figuring out what you enjoy and what movement that you can do where you can go back to it as often as possible. It's showing up on the days that you do not feel like it. I always tell my clients the magic happens when you decide in the morning when that alarm goes off and you've said you're going to do something and that alarm goes off and that version of yourself goes, eh, just, just hit the snooze. And then you decide to get your ass up out of bed, put your shoes on and do what you said you were going to do. Those little decisions make up a huge set of progress. So if you can continuously make little decisions that lead you to where you want to end up, you're going to end up in the place that you desire to be. So you can decide over and over throughout the day, okay, I'm going to choose to show up differently in this day. And it could be you deciding to start over in the middle of the day. Maybe the morning did not go as planned. You could decide in the middle of the day to hit the reset button and go, I'm going to choose to be different. I'm going to choose to show up for that version of myself that I know is in there. And then that series of decisions starts to create an environment where you can really change. And let's talk about that for a little bit. Your environment will create your reality. So sometimes some back work is very helpful. <laughs> if you say you're gonna do a workout, but every single piece of your workout gear is dirty in a pile of laundry, you might be better off spending a day or two setting yourself up for success. Getting the laundry done, having your workout space set up, scheduling some workouts for the upcoming week on days that make sense, cleaning out your refrigerator, preparing for that shift, and creating an environment in which you can change. So if we don't create little shifts in our environment, we can't make those massive changes. I remember now almost nine years ago, gosh, my son will be nine in May, which is so crazy. And nine years ago when I set out to lose and ended up losing 65 pounds, I had no idea I would make it that far. For me, really, it was just choosing to be a healthier mom and wanting to take better care of myself for my son. And as a result, I made this massive change but it started with me creating an environment for that change. Creating a grocery list, going and <laughs> rounding up workout gear. I mean, we were dead broke at the time, so I rounded up what weights and things I could find. I had a little wine crate that I would use for step ups and things, and I set up a little area to do my workouts, but I created an environment for myself and to make that change. And as you know, my business grew and my life evolved and I changed, you know, that grew into me having a, you know, a gym in my garage, but it started as something very simple, a little corner of my living room with, you know, some rusty weights and, and a yoga mat, but that grew into something bigger, but start with what you have, use what you have, but create an environment for yourself to be able to make that change. So I think about, you know, if you bought a new plant, and this plant, you know, at the nursery, it was outside and in like a nice bright spot that wasn't too hot, but it was just this gorgeous, you know, light spot in the nursery. And then you bring it home and you're into your dark apartment, you sit in the corner and you're like, why is this thing dying? <laughs> you have to change its environment, you know, find, find a windowsill, find a place on your patio, you would start to water it or change the soil or do different things to try to figure out how to make this plant feel, flourish. And we are the exact same way. We have to look at the environment and see, are we creating an environment to make a massive change that we desire? Or are we in an environment that's going to keep us in the exact same place that we've been in? 
So sometimes you have to do that back end work in order to make that massive change and making that massive change is going to require you showing up in ways that you haven't possibly. And that can be a little scary. <laughs> it can feel a little stretchy making those massive changes. And I think that sometimes people sell the dream, they sell the outcome, they sell the result, but they forget to, to talk about the hustle. And I don't want to discount the hustle because there's a lot to be learned in that. There's a lot to be learned in maybe doing something the first few times and failing at it and then being able to do it. I've seen quotes about, you know, if you were watching your child learn how to walk and they fell down the first time, you wouldn't be like, well, that's it. You're not walking, kid. <laughs> You're crawling forever. Get into the stroller. You have like a 10-year-old in the stroller. No, you, you encourage them to do it again and again. Oh, I feel like I'm going to sneeze. Oh, is it going to cough? Oh, you would encourage them to do it again and again. You would encourage them to keep showing up. You would encourage them to keep trying. And in that, in overcoming the initial failure, then they get the success. So you, your path to success will involve failures. It will involve mistakes. But if you allow that to happen and you allow yourself to be a beginner and you allow that growth to happen, then these massive changes can happen. But at first, <laughs> it's not necessarily going to feel comfortable because it's not going to be what we're used to. And our brains as humans don't like change necessarily. They're like, danger, I, I detect danger here. But the more we lean into it and we learn, I think also another good analogy other than learning how to walk is learning how to ride a bike. I know for me, learning how to ride a bike was a process. I like crashed into a tree. I was terrified. But then when I got it, the motivation to continue showed up. So, so many of us are waiting for that motivation, this magical thing to show up, but it actually happens once we are in motion. Once we learn how to balance. So I'm challenging you to give yourself the same grace that you would a child learning a new skill. Give yourself the permission to show up and to make mistakes and to learn from those mistakes and to try again. And then to continue. To give yourself the challenge and the integrity of saying that you're going to do something and showing up even on the days that you don't feel like it. Because if in your heart of hearts, if you desire that massive change, it's because you're pulled to do the work. So that desire of like, gosh, I really, really can see myself making this progress. I really want this. I really want to make a change. Then you have to be ready to say yes to the work and to keep going into places that you never thought that you would before. So many of us are so busy telling ourselves, oh, I can't do this. I can't do a push up. No, oh, I can't do a workout before work. Oh, I can't, do I can't prep my lunches. Oh, I can't do it because of my kids. And we don't realize that as we start to make those shifts, our life adjusts, our kids adjust. I love hearing from my clients. One of my clients told me recently, at first her kids, she would say, okay, I'm gonna go and do my workout. And she would go to go into her master bedroom and do the workout and her kids would be interrupting her over and over again. And now after a few weeks of her doing that the same time every day, they've adjusted and they're like, oh, you're gonna go do your workout? Okay, cool, mom, I'll see you after. And so we need to allow that stretchy part where it's a little uncomfortable and everybody's getting used to those changes. We need to give ourselves the permission to step into that, that kind of messy period between where we wanna be and where we're going to end up. 
but that messy period in the middle is so much more important than the transformation that happens on the other side.